0: Well gather round everybody, it is time once again for the Steel Salary Cap Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm Tim Kennedy, I'm here with Sean McGuire. Hi Tim. Hi Sean. Sean, we've played music together for a long time. Yeah? <clears throat> Have you ever had your your fingers cramp up when you're playing? Oh, many times. So... I, you gotta remember, I play uh, six strings at a time. <laughs> Yes. And I play four really big fat ones. Yeah. You have to press them down harder, maybe. Maybe. But uh my fingers I played Friday night, you you were you were there and uh, my fingers are cramping up so bad. It's really hard to You played two and a half hours, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Yeah. It's really hard to play your, your bass when your fingers are involuntarily contracting.
1: <laughs> no, I've I have I have, uh, I have literally uh, been on stage mid solo, and and uh, it, it had my fingers just get so tired that I was like, "How am I going to finish this?"
0: Yeah, it kind of detracted from the fun for me. Like I was just worried all night long that my finger, yeah. I'd be in the middle of some song and my fingers would be so bad that I wouldn't be able to play.
1: Yeah, see, so that's the thing with bass. See, you can, you can, uh, you you really have to be on at all times, like. The meter of the song everything it has to be spot on where like uh, the thing i enjoy as a guitar player is i can always just modify what i'm doing and and do something right so like yeah. I, the, the band isn't depending on me being uh exactly spot on all the time i right. just get to be a little more creative and then just come up with something that tires my hands out less that's
0: that is kind of a nice bonus for guitar players that's but right i've done a little research apparently uh i need gatorade a yeah p- a pickle okay a banana
1: it's just like the same stuff that we needed we played up basketball right it is you know,
0: we're for like that
1: tournament where they're the, where they're we're, we're playing for like eight hours straight and everybody shows up with like a pack of bananas oh. and uh, yep. uh, Gatorades, ch- jar and, of pickles. And I, don't think, to, I don't think anybody's
0: drinking pickle juice. Try that. to try to keep your calves from cramping up during the basketball game. Mm. So yeah, I'm definitely doing. And I heard like warming up is important. I, w- which was kind of counterintuitive to me. I was like, I, I'm supposed to play more. I'm already playing two and a half hours. I should play more. It's like running a marathon. You got You got to build warm. up to it. you You're gotta, right, You, yeah. you got to build up to it. Like the, the it, it is. Uh,
1: I, I would agree like I think long rehearsal sessions you guys kind of do your stuff segmented and don't do as much re- rehearsal as like I would be used to right, right. so so then when it's showtime you got
0: to run that marathon you're like not in shape That's pretty much the case yeah so no, no doubt I gotta I gotta make some things uh do some things differently so that doesn't happen to me again because that's that's kind of scary it's not scary <laughs> well but, I, i'm picturing remember back, you, you would be letting it's true you would be letting everybody
1: down in, yes. in a
0: way that i wouldn't be it just reminded me of back to the future when he gets up uh michael j fox's character gets up and starts playing music with that band mm-hmm. and the and the picture disappearing because there's like things not happening and that's erasing the past i don't know if you remember this mm. but he's playing his, his guitar up there with that band and he he starts to lose his ability to play the guitar because he's being erased. That's what I felt like, and I don't ever want to go through that, that is, again. That is, that is. So I don't specifically remember that part of it, but yeah, it's probably what happened. This is two weeks in a row where I've referenced uh, something from a movie. I'm in pretty the proud. 80s. I think they're both from like your <laughs> it's, childhood. It's like my long-term memory. It can hold <laughs> right. movie memories, memory. but not so much now. Right. No, <laughs> okay. That's it. If I ask what you did last week. You wouldn't remember.
1: What, yeah. What, what, Other than possibly watching film well, of Zach Charbonnet that's how
0: That's true. We are we are here with our, our Rookie Running Back episode number two. We've got another batch of uh, running backs we're going to break this down. This is the
1: Rookie Running Back Deuce episode. So I put a deuce in
0: the episode. You see, you notice that deuce fawn. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I always get a little nervous when you start talking deuces. Oh. <sighs> Okay, on to the first guy, Sean. Yeah, All this right. is your guy. This is a guy that uh, is so nice, he's nicknamed twice. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's, it's kind of the same nickname, right?
1: I've heard him called, I, I, I guess called the Terminator, I've heard him called the Cyborg.
0: Zach Charbonnet. That's
1: right. The and t- as we talked about last week, I don't like either one of these nicknames, because you, you need to have some alliteration, at least, at a minimum rhyme or have to be really interesting or creative, yeah. like
0: the muscle hamster. Yeah. I always like that one. Right. This is less, less creative. So we're docking him a, a few points. Yeah, he's just gonna, he's going to plummet
1: on the uh,
0: on our draft uh, rankings right when they come out. Right. So uh, Zach Charbonnet is 22.1 years of age. He uh, started at Michigan, transferred to UCLA for his junior and senior seasons. In UCLA, he put up 2,500 yards and 27 touchdowns over two seasons, uh, with a 6.3 yards per carry average. He also added 61 receptions for 500 additional yards and no touchdowns through the air. He's six feet tall, 214 pounds. He ran a four-five-three forty. That's 70th percentile and ninth in this rookie class. Um, his agility, burst, and speed scores are all pretty decent. They're slightly above average, about 70th percentile or yep. so. Um, Dominator rating is same in that thing. same range, 70th percentile. He accounted for 30.6% of UCLA's offense. Uh, and But his target share was up there. He accounted for 14.5% of the target share. And uh, for the Bruins, that's 93rd percentile. So he stood out there. And he's projected to go in the late third to about the fifth round in the I, NFL I've draft. seen him
1: popping up a little a little higher than that, but uh, I I would guess I I would put him late second to early fourth. I don't think he's going to slide to the fifth.
0: Okay, that's just, right. that's just my sure Sean's guesstimate is All what right. that is. So so maybe. Uh, Maybe maybe closer to a day two guy for well, you. I, and I, I just think it's
1: there's not a whole lot of guys in this draft that are like prototype size, right? Let's That's we'll true. get into what we see and and other things. And he's just one of the guys that is a candidate for an every down back. And I just think uh, I think those guys tend to go um, unless there's like big red flags, uh, they tend to go a day two. So.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I can see that. That's good reasoning. Yeah, some things I, that I liked about Charbonnet on film, I saw quick feet, uh, lateral movement at the line of scrimmage, which is always good for running back, of course. Um, he did have a little wiggle when he got into space, but he tended to just kind of run straight ahead as fast as he could when he got to the second level. So it wasn't really shifty there past the line of scrimmage. He ahead a head of steam built up and just kind of keeps it going as he gets past the line yeah it's kind of what i said his speed builds it yeah. doesn't it doesn't have he ends
1: up having a pretty good top end but I, I it's he's not super instantaneous with it
0: yeah so i have i agree with you i have that down as a negative for him that he's not he's not really bursty it kind of takes him a little while to get up and going i did see good power though uh, and he does keep fighting for yards uh, so kind of hard-nosed in that sense I thought he had good hands. He was a solid receiver, as evidenced in his stats too. And at uh, at UCLA, um, I guess the knock on him, other than, than maybe lacking in burst, I didn't see evidence of him having elite vision.
1: Yeah, I I I I would also agree. It seemed like it was he didn't. Um, he seemed to always. So the way I would describe it is he would run to open space. So I don't know that he was necessarily manipulating defenders um, into going into the wrong hole, etc. He just seemed to have a, a pretty good sense of where the open space was, but he would get to open space and maybe there's big wide open space, but sometimes there's a, a tackler there um, that is in that hole and he was going to get you know tackled or at least hit. He was he was hard to bring down. So, so not,
0: not that anticipatory. Well, I, I felt like kind of he what was, he
1: wasn't doing what he wasn't seeing is where his own linemen were in position to mm-hmm. those guys. So mm-hmm. so sometimes a play uh, you want you want to cut some somewhere it looks like there's not a lot of green grass there, but but it's all blocked up right and it and it just didn't. I felt like that was um where where I saw. I felt like what he was doing was working yeah. because he was strong enough to basically kind of rip through a lot of things, and he's, he has nice feet, so he he picks up his feet. Um, if, if he's got open space, a lot of times guys are going to try to tackle him by diving at his ankles, and he's good at picking up his feet mm-hmm. and getting through that. So I felt like it was working for him, but it wasn't like you know one of these guys that is always – Reading the blocks well, and and so I thought, eh. To me, it was like a eh. It right. wasn't. Uh. It wasn't bad. It. It was working for him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's why in my note. I went with it's not elite. Right. Yeah. wasn't Wasn't bad.
1: Yeah. The uh, I really like his contact balance. I don't know if you mentioned that specifically. I felt like he. It wasn't and, just tackle breaking, but I felt like there's he had a lot of runs where he was basically just like, uh, like um, bouncing through guys like you know uh, a pinball right he's he and he's just maintaining his his balance and and whatnot which i thought that would serve him well especially with his size like he's he's already difficult to to bring down and if he is not being you know knocked down with just kind of like the force, right then then he's just going to keep on getting yards after contact yep
0: so so yeah so yeah. So, you have anything else? Well, I just have my conclusion. If you're ready for that, I I'm, oh I'm ready. As you as you mentioned, I did see him as a back with a three down skill set, which is rare, I think, in this class, uh, at least what I've seen so far. Um, I thought maybe he lacked the athleticism to be a really elite back, but a, but a three down back. Um, and to me, he's one of these guys that I'm. I'm interested to see where all these backs go, but he's especially interesting in terms of what team he goes to and how much draft capital he gets.
1: Yeah, I uh, I, I agree on that. I mean, it's I think it's also true for everybody, but he's a guy that when I watched, I was like, ah, he's okay. And I thought a lot of people have him as the RB2 or RB3 in this class. And I was like, I don't think he he'll, he'll be that high for me. And he might be. He might be. I might have a different RB two than a lot of people, but, uh, but he, uh, it, it, it was actually probably the underwhelming nature of a lot of the other backs in the class for me, at mm-hmm. least, where he kind of maintained, like, like, like I felt like he came across as pretty good, and by the, when it was all said and done, there wasn't a whole lot of guys that I thought were well, it was pretty good, right? Go um, some. Uh, and what I like about him is I do feel like you draft, drafted Zach Charbonnet, and you got a really good chance of having you know a bell cow back, a yep. three down back. Yep. I think that the pass catching was uh, good enough. I mean, he's not going to be a pass catching specialist, but he's good enough to be basically a three down back. The size is right, and uh, you know, like for that that his his uh, his time. Um, Before you said four five three, uh, given his size, like it's a pretty good speed score. Um, his um, his uh relative athletic score is really good. So all things combined, when when I look at his profile, I color code things as green and red in my in my documents, and he's got a lot of green. So I I think he he profiles as a as a good athlete um, with size and. You know, I'm interested. I feel like he would. Um, the one, th- like the negatives that I had, basically, were I, I felt like I wonder how much of this is because he had a lot of plays where he he was just. It was the Pac-10. I'm uh, sorry, Pac-12 competition. It was, they're twelve. I think they're soon to be down to ten.
0: The Big Ten has like sixteen has, teams now. Well, <laughs> right, and
1: and two of them from the are coming from, including his school, are coming over from, from the Pac-12, but. I was really kind of like, "Whoa, that, that that's not great defense that he's playing against." Mm-hmm. You, you know, even ranked programs to me just didn't seem like they were um and maybe it's Chip Kelly's offense, like he, he's he's getting a lot of stuff handed to him where he's getting the ball and there's just a lot of green space in front of him, and you don't see that in the SEC. So, right. uh I I felt like he's uh uh that will be an adjustment for him, but ultimately like his package of skills will carry through and it'll be translatable to the NFL. So I ended up liking him. Yeah, me too. He'll be he'll be relatively high on my list. Yeah, I agree. Should I go to next one? Yeah. All right. So this is a guy that uh we talked a little bit about senior bowl. Uh got I gotta take a close look at him. It's Tajay
0: Spears. Lots of people were talking about Taiji at the Senior Bowl. Yeah, at least in practices. In practices, right? Because he
1: he barely got any chance in the game. Right. Uh, He's twenty one years old, twenty one point seven to be precise. By the way, everything everything is divided (laughs) is decimal points to be able to do any formulas. You got to translate everything to decimal points, and we're still doing feet and inches and twelve months. Like, can we just go? Can we change the orbit? Of the, of the earth around the sun, so it's all metric, and we can just make it really I, easy. I
0: mean, that's kind of a big ask. It's a,
1: it's a big ask. <laughs> Taiji is five 5'10", 201 pounds. People are like, oh, he's over 200. Like It matters whether you're 201 versus 199. It matters in some people's heads. Either way, it's not great. Um, yeah. Most uh, big-time backs are going to be 210, 215. Uh, I think there's some stat going around where basically – the key numbers would be 219, mm-hmm. uh, and there's just not a lot of guys in that weight class, right? Uh, BMI, uh, 28.8, also slightly underpowered at two lane. He had a fabulous year last year uh, with uh, 1,500 yards on the ground uh, at almost a 7 yards per carry average, um, which was 92nd percentile. Um, 19 to- uh, touchdowns, also decent number of receptions, 22 receptions for 256 yards and two more touchdowns. Yeah, it's a nice season. Just did a pro day with a four-four-seven forty, 40 which uh, is pretty good. Uh, really, really good vertical jump. Um, so his burst score is 91st percentile. Um, also a pretty good RAS score. Um, did not... At least I couldn't get any data from this pro day if he did the three-cone short shuttle, so I can't give you any kind of agility score.
0: And Raz just is relative athletic score. Right. Yeah. Um, uh,
1: 72nd percentile dominator, um, and also uh, was used uh, target percentage, 8.2. It's okay. It's solid. It's
0: not great. Um, what do you think of him? Oh, Starting with me, I thought you were going to go through your stuff, but well, I, I can. I
1: just did a lot of talking, so people don't want to hear my voice all the way through. So we can go through.
0: Well, positives. Uh, let me uh, let me start with my positives, as <laughs> I always
1: do. You can go positives and positives and you know, there you we, go.
0: Let's do that. Uh, I saw good lateral movement uh, with uh, Spears. Contact balance, I thought was good. He he'll run through side tackles. At least he's not the biggest guy as we've established. But when people kind of try to come at him from the side, it, he can run right through those. Uh, he tends to deliver the blow to the defenders at the point of contact, which I liked. Um, even though he's a smaller guy, he's he's the guy. If you watched practices uh, or drills, one on one drills, he could stop on a dime and he'd kind of get really low to the ground. It wasn't just his hips; he'd actually kind of drop his upper body down too and kind of yeah. slip underneath. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would it was, see he had one like in the senior bowl where he had like he basically
1: just juke somebody.
0: Yeah. completely yeah the guy like the the back the defensive back like kept going yeah. the wrong direction no, and he went that uh, was
1: that was a an eye-opener for some people
0: yes and I saw him do that in uh, one of the games that I watched too where he he basically did that stop got really low slipped under a tackle um so he's got a pretty sweet move there I don't know if people will figure that out in the NFL but um also thought his burst and his vision looked pretty uh, pretty good I would consider those positives for yeah, him too yeah I, I thought
1: his vision was great. Uh, I thought he had uh, amazing short area quickness, and he's got long speed. Um, uh, he, he I just thought his speed was uh, he did everything fast. So um,
0: I, and, I I saw him get run down a couple times though when he broke through the line, and I, so I was wondering. I we didn't have his forty time when I took that note, so I was kind of wondering about his speed. Yeah, I didn't have any
1: questions on his speed. I he I'm not saying he's never been caught from behind mm-hmm. but I, I i i don't i think he'll be fine um the uh his contact balance for a smaller back i thought was was also exceptional mm-hmm. um and then we, we had the same note about uh his ability to stop on a dime uh drops and uh, drop his hips we must have seen some of the same plays and whatnot he's a natural receiver so i think that he is gonna if he has to have his game be a little bit more of a PPR back. I don't think it's limited to that, but he has enough of a skill set to do that. Yeah. Uh, negatives. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's a little unclear. He, he's, he, he was listed in college at 195. Senior Bowl, he bulked up to 205. He had lost a little, cut a little bit of that for the combine. He, um, he was
0: on the pancake diet for uh, the senior bowl. <laughs>
1: right. Uh, his competition wasn't great. Um, so, and I, I watched a lot of his film, but I really focused on the games versus ra- ranked competition. Uh, and that's, um, uh, one of the things that I thought, um, so it's a negative, put this in a negative column. However, one of his best games was against number two, number 10 ranked USC. So, yeah. so he. I thought that basically his skill set translates. It's yes. not just he's beating up on, on weak opponents.
0: Yeah, that was uh, – I'll just share my my kind of overall conclusion because it fits right in with what you just said, that I would not discount this guy because he played for the American Athletic Conference because um, when he had the chance at the Senior Bowl playing against guys from uh, FBS schools and uh, – well, I guess so is um, – so is Tulane. But when he was playing against guys higher level, higher level yeah. guys, uh, including uh, the 10th ranked uh, USC in the Cotton Bowl, he, he looked every bit the part. Yeah. So there's no part
1: of Yeah. I, I 100% agree with this. So I was trying to comp him a little bit. Um, and, you know, I thought, uh, I think he's a little bit hard to comp. And, and so I originally thought, okay, is he Naheem Hines plus a little size? and it, it's James Cook. I don't think I thought James Cook was literally a wide receiver playing running back. So, so not quite. Uh and then I I started going back and thinking about players that you know, you know I've played this game a long time and seen a lot of these guys go through. And so I watched tape of Jamal Charles,
0: David Wilson, CJ Spiller. Um and these are all guys that are similarly similarly sized, right? That's why right. you were looking at those guys. Yeah, um, and and the one I settled on was Javid Best. Uh, and
1: I love Javid Best, and but for uh, some terrible concussion issues, I think Javid Best would have been a really productive NFL player. So I think that uh, Spears can be a three-down back if put into a system where he doesn't have to grind so much. Uh, I, and I'm going to use an example of Christian McCaffrey, who's not a big guy but can do an awful lot. Um, it's pretty tough to be Christian McCaffrey. It's pretty tough to be Christian McCaffrey, right. but but Ty J Spears is a guy that I think, especially in a PPR league, where there's a little safety net because I think he's going to play. Um, yeah, but he's probably not going to be a guy that's going to get twenty twenty five carries a game, but if he gets fifteen. And, and get some pass catching. I think I think he and especially in PPR. I think I feel pretty comfortable with Tajay Spears. Yeah, and, and and I just liked him more than Charbonnet. Like I like Charbonnet, but like Tajay Spears is more exciting. You know, he I like Barry him. more than Emmett, and it's those it's an odd way of comparing those two. But um, but I think that Tajay Spears is going to be far more entertaining.
0: to yeah. watch. he is a fun back to watch. Uh, and I kind of shared, I guess, my negative. I I, I still, ha- I know you're not concerned about long speed. That was the one thing that I I was wondering about with him. Not sure that he can house a, a long run. Uh, oh, I mean, I I just I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna debate you
1: on that, yeah. or, and then I'm also gonna back my, myself up with the pro day number. So I think I, that's why I I think I think that. Validates, like maybe he. You watched him get tracked down by some guy who runs a four two
0: Some guys just don't do it in pads, though, and and in game situations. Maybe, and, but I don't know. I'll will take some more looks. I'll I'll watch another uh, another game or two. The, and... the the other negative that I didn't
1: mention. This is an important one, which is why I'm kind of going back on my thing. Is that he doesn't have a ton of straight up power. I don't see him being a goal line. I can't see him just getting a ton of goal line work. Yeah. And I think that is, that is a concern. Um, for fantasy football, certainly. I think he, he can, you know, we've seen smaller guys, um, you know, be able to do it, um, and get
0: goal line work. Um, but, uh, it's just m- more rare. Sure. Yeah. I I do think he's a good back though. I like him. Yeah. All right. On to Kendra Miller, uh, 20.7 years of age, played for TCU, Uh, He really only played a lot there last season. He rushed, uh, in 2022, he rushed 224 times for 1,400 yards and 17 touchdowns with a 6.2 yards per carry average. He was used pretty sparingly in the passing game. He added 116 yards on 16 catches last year. He's 5'11", 215 pounds, so now we're getting up into that size, uh, that big back size that we like to see. Um, he didn't run the forty at the combine. I don't know if you had pro day numbers for him, Sean. I if he's had, he hasn't done it yet. He hasn't done it yet. All right. Um, his dominator rating he was uh, accounted for twenty four point nine percent of the offense at TCU, which is the fifty second percentile. So not not great. It's fine. It's average. Um, target share was five point four percent. Slightly that's, above average. That's Just that's. Declared fifty-two, just so <laughs> <He's> slightly above <laughs> average, just slightly above, but his target share was below thirty-fourth percentile. Um, he's projected to go in the fourth round, and uh, ah boy, I, I don't think that's gonna last. You don't think so? Huh? No, I think he's
1: gonna. I think he's gonna be a day two pick
0: because of uh, you're anticipating poor uh, pro day numbers. Is that why? No, you're saying fourth round. I'm saying he's gonna be. Oh, you above think he's gonna go higher? Day two. Yeah, got you. I okay. think
1: I, I. Yeah, that's. I'm just,
0: I'm previewing my thoughts on, on this guy. So I ended up liking him too, just as a overall, but what people have been listening to my voice now, Sean, why don't you uh, start us off here?
1: Okay. So, uh, I have a lot of positive things to say about Kendrick Miller. Just FYI. So he, we talked about Zach Evans last week. He was, um, he was splitting the backfield with Zach Evans. Um, and, uh, You know, he ended up basically pushing Zach Evans elsewhere, and he, uh, you know, Evans was a five-star recruit, so like he just was good. And when I first watched him, the first couple games, I was really just not impressed um, when I looked at the twenty-one tape I had of him. Uh, And then, and then when the year changed, and Zach Evans was gone, maybe he 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 really just impressed me a lot um he has got really really good contact balance he's really hard to bring down he's a ball of muscle
0: yeah i called yeah. him slippery like people get their hands on him and he just yeah he's just moving slip he's moving
1: he would slip off him but it's because he's got a lot of power he does yeah um i actually thought his vision was really good i thought he had very subtle Uh, a change of direction so so he's he's not making kind of really jarring cuts but like he is keeping his body moving forward uh I thought that he would be really good on the goal line uh he seemed to be effective in the goal line um I thought his hands were a plus yep uh I saw a little bit uh, of what I thought Brees Hall brought but just in, in terms of patience yeah Um, I'm not saying he's Brees Hall. I'm just, I wouldn't put him in that class, but I saw a little bit of that where he, he didn't feel like he had to go out all the time and he could wait a little bit until something opened up for him and then, and then would hit it. Um, so I had, those are a lot of positives and those are
0: like the things that I, I, I care the most about, honestly. Yeah. Um, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> it's, it's funny, Sean, if I can jump in, because mm-hmm. basically everything you said is on my list. The The patience is very evident. And then I thought he had good burst when it came time to go through uh, the seam. Um, I thought he had good speed. I already established. He would like carry tacklers at times, so that power yeah. really showed up. I, in terms of vision, he was housing a run. I forget who they were playing, but... This defender, you know how when guys are going to the end zone and defenders will come and try to strip the ball rather than tackle them because they're mm. not going to make it in time? Um, it was like he saw this tackler coming like from behind him, and he, and he kind of moved the ball out of the way as the guy swiped at it. I'm like, wow, this guy's got like 200- mm, Eyes in the back of his head, yeah, right? 200 yeah, 200-degree vision.
1: Yeah, and he's got little holes cut in the back of the helmet <laughs> right. for the – Yeah, uh, you know, I, I, I really like him a lot. I don't really want to – I don't want to minimize it. I'll tell you the negatives I had. So when he was not involved in a play, I thought he was a low effort guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't see a lot of route running. Like it just, I can't evaluate as it is as a positive or a negative. It just wasn't really used that way very much. Right. Much, very much. He, right. Um, I didn't see he had, that he had like extreme twitchy moves. That's not necessarily a good or a bad thing. I mean, it's like you want to have that in like, your your repertoire but uh, I didn't see a lot of a lot of really sudden stop start
0: and I think that that maybe just lends to his style of running yeah where he's that patient guy he's kind of waiting for things to develop he's not necessarily going up and and kind of juke guys out he, that's just right. not his game um his uh pass blocking was downright
1: poor uh and yeah the only other thing I, I already mentioned this before um, if I was Zach Evans, and I was losing carries to this guy uh, on the basis of the twenty-one film, I, w- I would have transferred too. I'd just be pissed. But the difference between the twenty-one film and the twenty-two film was huge. Um, in conclusion, my conclusions are he reminds reminds me a little bit of Miles Sanders hmm. with better contact balance. Like I, I like and I like Miles Sanders. I mm-hmm. think he's good back. Um, I think he is a potential nfl three down back um who will get goal line work which to me is like fantasy 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 right so to me he's kind of he might be uh my number one back in my non bijan rankings
0: yeah
1: like he's that i like him a lot
0: i do too and i'll
1: be if he uh i presume he's gonna go day two um I don't think he's a day one back. Um, I don't. I would be really surprised if he falls to day three. So I think uh, he's a guy that I would be targeting if you have, you know, if you know you can't get Bijan and you're, you're, you know, he might not be on everybody else's list as high as he is on mine. So if, but if you find yourself stuck with this guy, uh, I think you should be pretty happy.
0: Yep, he's got he's got everything you need in a back with in terms of power, the ability to catch. Um, he's got speed, contact balance. It's all, it's all good vision. Yeah. 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 All right. We both like him.
1: We do. All right. Kenny McIntosh, uh, age 23, six feet tall, 204 pounds, which leaves him with a un, uh, non-threatening BMI of 27.3. He, uh,
0: was uh now sean let me ask you this yeah because i I, you've talked about body mass index more Mm -hmm. often with uh receivers if memory serves me no i talk about them both they're different but you've had there was like a stat for receivers like yeah
1: it's really hard to 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 do anything if you're
0: like below a, a
1: 26 uh as a receiver yeah but but bmi is actually one of the predictors for we talked about this when we talked about like what do we look for in the combine and whatnot BMI weight weight I mean forty time actually matters weight actually matters so uh I think yeah I think okay. you want to BMI over thirty at, at a running back as I see it so twenty seven point three is significantly less than that yeah and and that's just a way of like you know you can ha- be a small back and, it, it, and as long as you're not not short and light you're okay you can be short and heavy and uh you can be you know you built like mjd and and uh and, and i think you'll be just fine we'll get into a guy that's built like that a little bit later uh kenny mcintosh is not built that way he's built tall and thin um he wasn't uh a real dominant running back for georgia uh his uh, his his senior season was uh 829 yards rushing uh, on 149 carries for with 5.6 uh average uh 10 touchdowns uh what he really he really stood out was he had uh, over 500 yards receiving on uh, 43 receptions. Um so he he basically played um the receiving back role for yeah. Georgia. Georgia always has like a stable of running backs. There's a bunch of them and and he, his job was to uh,
0: uh, to take over for James Cook I, I think, was going right? to say he's kind of was the James Cook for Georgia this year
1: uh, he ran his he, he did run in pro day uh, but those numbers haven't come out at the time we've recorded this but his his um, 40 time at the combine was 4.62 which is 39th percentile it's not great uh, especially when you're that skinny Right. Uh, so his speed score is twenty six percentile his relative athletic score is 3.96, and that's on a 10-point scale, so it mm. is not good. Um, his college dominator is 16.8, 24th percentile. Yards per carry, 5.5. Meh. Uh, his target percentage was 79th percentile at 10.4. Um, I'd say a couple things. I thought his, even though it didn't show up at the combine, I thought his speed was decent for a big man. And by big man, I mean a tall man, right? When I start thinking about how skinny he is, and then I'm less impressed with it. Um, he he does have nice hands. He's got uh, he's got the kind of the kind of comfort catching the ball that you would see out of a wide receiver. Um, I thought that he uh, shows some route running ability, and and honestly, I'm really just he's being punished for following Cook, right? Who I thought was like, oh, this guy's amazing, a, amazing as a route runner, route running running back. Uh, I thought his contact balance was decent. He has a little bit of wiggle in his game. Uh, the way I put it down is it, it, he didn't use it a lot, and when he did, it seemed like an accident. <laughs> it didn't seem <laughs> deliberate. It just seemed like maybe like a he he. Um, there was just some stuff where he he just seemed to kind of stumble into a move, and maybe seemed intentional but it, it didn't look like that uh i didn't see um uh e- evidence of i thought of a decent vision with the, I, don't, I don't know have no idea why i put this in my positives category but uh when he would get a big run or pass uh reception it was basically something where the first 10 yards were like blocked for him because mm. he's um Going behind the Georgia line there, and then he'd make some kind of instinct move. So I didn't see that he was setting anything up at all. Yeah. He seemed like very much like a, a reactive to things. Mm-hmm. Uh, other negatives I had was that I thought he runs too high, um, which I've said before, I don't love simply because I think it, it makes you more likely to be injured. Um, given that he's six feet tall, I saw very little power. I thought he was absolutely atrocious on the goal line. Mm. Um, so I don't know. What did you see?
0: Yeah, I, I, he's a receiver is how I saw him. I didn't really see much of anything as a runner that stood out to me as a positive. Um, you've already mentioned a bunch of the reasons why, uh, he did he lined up outside and in the slot at times. Like you mentioned, he did have good contact balance when he had the ball in his hand and he had a little elusiveness after the catch. Um, but uh yeah i just i i didn't walk away this is not a guy i'm super interested in i i don't see so, how he succeeds in in the nfl so when i thought about
1: who who to comp him with or who to compare him with in my head mentally i came up with david johnson or kalen Balage, mm-hmm. which are like oh one guy was pretty good for a little <laughs> I was while say. and one guy was never any good for anything but the so let's just think about David Johnson. Just who's also a, a tall, a receiving back. Essentially, came into the NFL as like, well, this is a big receiving back or or bigger receiving back. Um, but he's you know this he's Macintosh is definitely skinnier. Um, and I don't think he has enough speed to do that. Mm-hmm. I feel like I think that the the where he would if he were to be successful. As anything other than a part time player, if he would have to be, he'd have to have some more, he'd have to have a little more mass and he'd have to have a little more speed. And, um, because like, you know, David Johnson was scoring touchdowns. This guy can't score touchdowns. You can't give him the ball in the one and with any confidence that he's going to get it in. Yeah. So, yeah, Kenny McIntosh is not a guy I'm super excited about. Um, so, you know, I'm happy to be wrong if I'm wrong, but um, not every Georgia
0: running back is amazing. Right. And I just think he's not. I agree. On to Evan Hull, 22.3 years of age, so he's a little older. He played four years at Northwestern. He came on strong his last two seasons there. In those seasons, he had 2,700 total yards, with about a third of that coming through the air. Uh, he had 16 touchdowns in those two seasons, four of those coming through the air. Um and ended up uh in those two seasons with a four point six yards per carry average. He averaged about nine yards per catch, so he did a lot of his damage through the air. He's a big time pass catching back. Uh 510, 209 pounds, ran a four-four-seven forty, which was eighty-fifth percentile and seventh in this class. Um He, he's one of the two backs that ran the agility drills at the combine, uh, and he came in in the 63rd percentile for those, um, 80th percentile burst score, 79th percentile speed score, uh, 85th percentile dominator rating, uh, with 36.1% of the offense going through him at Northwestern, uh, 17.3% target share, which is good for 97th percentile, um, and his projection, at least the the site that I was looking at, had him going in the fifth fifth or sixth round. Um, I think he did do himself some favors at the Senior Bowl and at the combine. Yeah. Um. So that might be a little low lower than he actually goes, but it's hard and, to say. Uh, I think that that's pretty spot on. I think
1: I think you know he's got a uh, one number that I pulled that I don't think you had was that he's got a his RAS score is a nine point two, which is in that top mm-hmm. tier. Um. And good uh, good athlete. Yeah, and like I think his testing overall showed that he that he was a pretty good athlete, and uh, you know, I I came away um, trying to figure out how that was true.
0: <laughs> really,
1: you didn't like his film? Nah, okay. I didn't love it. Like I I, I I ultimately, I mean, my conclusion was that maybe he's a poor man's Kendrick Miller, but like pretty poor man there. Um, I thought his hands were inconsistent. Um, I didn't think his lateral movements were that great. Like he just, he didn't seem for somebody who basically tested pretty well. Uh, he just didn't look that shifty. He kind of looked like in some ways he reminded he like his, I don't know if it's it's like, he's got kind of like these hunched shoulders and kind of makes Feels like he's like mike allstadt or some fullback mm-hmm. right but he doesn't have the weight or size of being a fullback and he's a lot he's a lot faster than than a fullback would typically be um and he's not' he's not like 240. he's like what 215 or something like that you said but i wasn't listening
0: he's uh only 209 actually oh yeah well that's still you know that's that's, that's not um but for a guy that's 510 uh that's still relatively skinny yeah i mean when I look at my graphs
1: my spreadsheets and whatnot he's all green um other than like so everything about him says this is a this is a superior athlete and then his yards per carry is red Mm -hmm. and and that to me tells me that it's not translating it's not turning into yards so why is that is it because he plays for northwestern well that's a possibility but i didn't see it to me it just it didn't it didn't look right, and and that's ultimately when I would, what I'd say. I was impressed with his flexibility. I thought he had some good traits. He had good power, mm-hmm. wasn't great. He had good speed, wasn't great. He had good balance, wasn't great. His vision seemed fine, but he wasn't doing anything special. His pass blocking was okay. Ultimately, I just to me, he feels like a career NFL backup. He'll get drafted by somebody. Uh, I think for sure day three, and he'll um, he'll be in camp. He might he might make a roster or he'll be on a practice squad, and that's just what I see for
0: Evan Hall. It's it's funny again. I how much we agree on him. Like my because positive... we don't watch
1: anything together. We don't. I mean, sometimes we ha- we'd like to. I'd like to,
0: but, but we, we don't watch not, anything. Not th- this is not the year. um it's not we're both just super busy right now but um yeah all my positives are like uh he has some lateral agility at the line of scrimmage he's a good receiver like there's there's no like i never got around to you know he's really good at this i have vision and power down with question marks yeah because when i watch film what i do is if i'm not seeing anything stand out that's what i'll do i'll just be like i can't tell how his vision is? I can't tell how his power is, and nothing stood out enough for me to go back and like change. In, in anticipation
1: of this episode, I watched several games, but there was a couple that I left just thinking, "Oh, maybe Tim wants to watch this game, and we'll watch different games." And uh, I just went back, and actually, I was like, "I gotta watch more Evan Hall, just to I got it." What what is up here? So yeah. I put, threw on some All Twenty Two and watched and watched him and, and still came away with the same. Opinion, which is like, he's he's like uh, uh, he's a a riddle. What do they say? He's a, I don't. He's an enigma wrapped wrapped in a a mystery and And whatever whatever it is. That's Uh, that's I I felt like I if he comes out and does anything of note in the NFL, I will be surprised. Yeah, I I even though I thought like he. He he was one of my favorite guys. It's uh, when watching the Senior Bowl, but you know Senior Bowl is not the world's greatest competition. But but he had in theory better offensive linemen blocking for him, so maybe it was a, that's what he needed. So right, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say there's no chance for Evan Hall. Just I'll be
0: will be surprised. And and even if he makes it and plays a long time, I just think his ceiling is really low. Yeah, like he's not a high. It's not. He's not gonna.
1: No, I mean, like he's. I can't imagine back. taking him sooner than like the fourth or fifth round in a rookie draft. I just. That's that's where I'm at with him. All right. So let me uh, switch transition to my favorite running back in this year's class, and I will disclose this ahead of time. I've watched this running back more than all the other running backs combined. All eight years at Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> not quite that bad. Mo Ibrahim. Uh, age 24.5. This is an old man. He, he, uh, he's almost old enough to rent a car. Um, so.
0: Wow. When you put it that way.
1: And you know what? really old. I I didn't realize, even though how how much I've watched Mo Mo play, uh, I didn't realize how small he is in terms of height. He's 5'8", and that's, I certainly saw some places listing him as, listing him as less than 5'8". Two hundred and three pounds, but that BMI is up over thirty. So he's that combo is is as I see it okay. I'm not too worried about it. Um, he is one of the most productive backs in college football, and I, I mean, he's got almost five thousand total
0: yards uh, across five seasons. Well, but- and, and over sixteen hundred yards just last year. Overse- rushing, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, <clears throat> wasn't used a ton as a pass catcher, um, but scored a a lot of touchdowns. Fifty three touchdowns in Minnesota, uh, including twenty last year. Um, he uh, uh notable on that history is the twenty twenty one season where he had one game. Didn't even play that entire game. He had about one hundred fifty yards against Ohio State and towards Achilles, which is why he had to take another year which is why he's so old um he uh i see that he's projected as a day three pick um i think that's probably true because uh combination of his age and that achilles tear will scare some people away i don't think he's going to get day two draft capital um he's actually somebody i could see actually going undrafted honestly Mm. um i hope not and i think it's a mistake but that's I think that's a possibility. Uh, interesting note: He ran for over 100 yards in every full game the past three plus years. So that's 19 consecutive games, including against Michigan, Penn State, Ohio State, all the Biggies. Uh, he 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 dominated every one of those games, even if they lost the game. He yeah. was dominant in those games. I go
0: to a lot of gopher football games, and it's just been really, really fun to watch this guy He's a
1: machine, right? Yeah. So I was a little um surprised at, I didn't realize how small he was, because he doesn't play even. that at all. Yeah. He doesn't play that at you all. Know, his dominator, 45.9, 96th percentile. Yeah. Um... 5.3 yards per carry over his career, but he was he was doing that as a freshman and he was doing that as a senior. Basically, been the same same player all throughout. Touchdown machine, always gets the key yards when he, when the team needs the key yards. Um, but yeah, he wasn't used as a pass catcher. And the thing, one thing I would note about that is if you if you look at what he did before and after the injury, it was essentially the same. Mm. And that, that's, that's one red flag people are going to have to deal with is that Achilles injury because it's just we haven't really seen guys recover from him in the NFL, and how, how has he managed to do it? Mm-hmm. I don't know, but he did. He was really effective 20 touchdowns last year. Um, my notes on him, uh, I could talk about him forever, but, the, but what I would say is well, a couple things. One, he always falls forward despite his size. He always gets a couple extra yards. He almost never just gets straight stood up, and so he's effective in all situations carrying the football. I've seen him catch passes at at the pro day, and at the combine. He has the ability to catch the ball. The fact that he, it wasn't like he was bad at it. He just, they just didn't use it. And so the com- the comparison I would use, is the same problem was with, with Kenny Walker last year. People were like, oh, he can't catch. If he could catch, they would use him in that way. No, not necessarily. So I don't, I wouldn't write off his ability to to catch the ball because I didn't see him fail at it. Mm-hmm. Um
0: and he's pretty good in pass protection, too. So yep. if he does have he's skills... tough guy. Tough guy. Yeah, if he does have uh, pass-catching skills, he's he'll, he'll be on the field in those passing down situations.
1: So he's kind of my late-round gem. And I, I want to disclose that I fully understand that I'm biased, right, on some level because I've seen so much of him. Um, but this is why I think you're going to be able to get Mo Ibrahim at a discount. A lot of people do dynasty rankings and he will not turn up there well because he's almost 20 he can almost rent a car and he has a lot of of wear and tear and yeah. work yeah. I mean he we're talking about a total of 867 carries yeah so that's a lot he's already got a lot of tr- uh, tread off of those tires the thing is it matters less than a salary cap league what he needs is an opportunity and you're not you're gonna you're gonna get Mo for a two, three-year stretch, and he can be effective. But don't expect anything more than that. You're going to get a discount because of that. Um, but but if he gets in a situation where he can actually get playing time, he will be effective. That's what I believe.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, I I might, I might don't have a ton of notes on him. I, I was pretty familiar with him. <laughs> you didn't need just, to watch a whole lot of tape. <laughs> I didn't have to watch film because I watched him live. But um, he, you mentioned he When he... Had the opportunity to catch. He he can catch just fine. He's got really good power and vision, um, and I mentioned pass protection earlier. I think we both saw because I peeked at your notes. He he doesn't have that top end speed. No, he doesn't. Um, so he just. I think it's because and it's really clear. Like
1: it's not like a guy we're debating about. Like you, you were concerned about that with Spears, right? Right. Like no, it's pretty obvious. Mo Mo, Mo will get caught from behind.
0: Yeah, and I don't know if this is a fair comparison. It's probably not, but like, like he kind of reminds me of older Zeke now. <laughs> Zeke, that's was, actually a compliment. Right? It's a I, compliment. When, when I say that, people are going to take it no. negatively. But Zeke, no, you don't mean forty-year-old Zeke. I you mean, mean Zeke now? Yeah, well, or or even a year or two ago, or maybe yeah. where you know, like people are kind of like, oh, he's he's slowing down. He might not be as good because he used to. Yeah, you know, be a game breaker, and right. that's kind of how I see Ibrahim is. right. He,
1: and, yeah. I, and, and the possibility is that he's that he's actually just as old as Zeke too, <laughs> well, right now, literally. They probably they're are closer not in age than, than you than you might realize. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the, he's
0: he's only two years younger than Zeke. So
1: yeah. So, um, I I just I I think he's a guy that that
0: that he the NFL is undervaluing him
1: i, just, I think i'm they're... wrong
0: i did my math wrong he's three years younger sorry okay. to interrupt you okay well
1: fine but the <laughs> uh the the uh we're able to you're you're off like you and even odd you weren't able to look <laughs> instantly look at numbers and be <laughs> like that's two that's a don't, three
0: don't, don't make fun of me you a, I? don't you teach don't... children i'm a librarian i don't do a lot don't of you math. have
1: to do the the uh the, the the Dewey Decimal System doesn't involve numbers? Yeah, but you don't have to subtract them. Okay. You just look at them. Okay, fine.
0: They're like addresses. Okay. Oh, I get Okay, yeah,
1: all right. Uh, you just have to know what comes after the next one, right? Mm-hmm. So for me, I'm just like, salary cap league, you're not going to keep these guys forever. For me, that's the big the big pitch for me on, on Mo, and I, I think he'll be a lot of fun for you to have for a couple of years. And that's it. And then, then you use them up and spit them out just like the
0: NFL does with all these running backs. All right. On to our last guy. This is your deuce, Sean. This is my deuce for for running back episode deuce. This is deuce Vaughn 21.3 years old played for Kansas state. Uh, His most productive season there was uh, as a sophomore in 2021 on the back of 22 total touchdowns and 6 yards per carry. Those numbers dipped last year to 12 touchdowns and 5.3 yards per carry, but overall he, he was had more very-
1: yards. He you get more you get more carries so he, it, his numbers
0: were I think are pretty good. He had more carries and more yards. Yes, true. But if you know, in terms of like fantasy seasons, yeah. you would have wanted him in twenty twenty one. Right. Anyway, overall, he was very productive in both of those seasons. He basically was averaging just over hundred yards per game and about three point five perception uh, receptions per game. So, uh, good player for Kansas State. Yeah, he and he got a lot of people were were very
1: excited about watching him at the combine. I mean, not as excited as they were about watching Evan Holt. Basically, take every carry all the way to the goal line, right? That was, they were obsessed yeah. with that, right? Uh, but, uh, you know, I don't know what, um, my, my interpretation of Deuce Fawn or my, um, assessment of him was
0: Are you getting into your notes? Sorry. Oh, my, mm-hmm.
1: well, well just,
0: I mean, one of the big things about Deuce Fawn is he's 5'5 and 179. Yeah. So he's, he's very small. Um, his dominator rating was pretty good, though. He counted for 35.9% of the offense uh, for uh, Kansas State. Uh, that's the 84th percentile. And his target share was way up there, too. Six so c-
1: five five one seventy nine puts him at a almost
0: 30 BMI. Really? Yeah. Oh, so you like him? I don't. <laughs> um, his, <laughs> I don't. Tar- his target share was 96th percentile. <laughs> so probably a day three pick. Yeah, I... Um, <clears throat> okay, now, now we're ready.
1: well, okay, so uh positives he's very hard to see. I mean, it, it sounds like I'm making fun of him because he's small. No, you know, I, you know I would not make fun of I, I got it. I have the same note. My youngest kid is small, right so i'm I'm used to you know rooting for small guys and I would root for him, yeah, but it does it is an advantage in that way. Uh, yeah. Barry, Barry had that advantage right I
0: have the same note that he's he uses that size sometimes to his advantage where he just kind of settles in between a bunch of his blockers and people I literally think people don't see him um, I thought he had what i call good early speed um,
1: uh, which is I don't know burst <laughs> is
0: that what you yeah
1: mean? except for my negatives I said that he doesn't have burst and okay. I feel like it's like he gets to a certain point um, and maybe it's maybe it's a maybe it's a product of his lack of size, but he just didn't seem to actually burst.
0: His burst score is in the forty eighth percentile, yeah. so I think you're seeing that on film. Um, I said his top, he hits his top speed in a hurry. Yeah, and that, it's just and not that I great. I think it's the same. And yeah. We're saying the same. And thing.
1: and but like I feel like Mo Mo Ibrahim by comparison also hits his top speed early, mm-hmm. but just seems to have a burst to him. Mm-hmm where he's going to be dangerous. And I feel like Deuce does not. Um, his positive things, his hands seem natural. I thought his vision was fine. Yeah, I thought his vision was good. Uh, he doesn't have any power. And that that's not to be, you know, that's not a surprise. It's, it's, but he was pretty much always tackled on first contact. Yeah. Uh, the thing that surprised me is I actually rated him as below average in agility. And... Probably a lot of people are going to be like, no, that's crazy Uh, because he's got some ankle breaking runs, right? But those ankle breaking runs are always, he's had a run up. There's a ton of open space. Somebody's trying to deal with him coming on real fast and he does a little move, but there's not, he's actually not moving that much. It's just that it's hard at the speed that he's coming at them because he's had this big run up for people to adjust.
0: Well, and I totally agree. But with in you. the hole, he wasn't bouncing around
1: from hole to hole quickly.
0: I saw, I saw the same thing. Uh, there's, there's not a lot of lateral agility or movement at the line of scrimmage. He'll kind of try those jukes at the line, and they, there's no effect. They don't right. work. They don't matter. The yeah. times those ankle breakers are when he's running, he's got open space, and a defender's coming up hard at him. Right. And then he'll do one little juke and make him look silly. But but he needs that open space and to be at top speed to make that happen. Right. And so ultimately,
1: I didn't say, I, I, when I looked at Deuce, I, I didn't see anything particularly good or, or particularly bad. But ultimately, I think his, like it, to overcome the physical limitations that he has, he has to be exceptional in some way. Mm-hmm. He has to have game breaker speed. He doesn't. He has to have unbelievable quickness. He doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't I I, I I think his physical limitations won't allow him to exploit what he sees. And so for me, he's a hard pass in fantasy football. Like okay. I just I, I don't see how he gets in a situation where he um is uh an effective fantasy point scorer. And and I don't know if you disagree, but I just I can't see it and maybe You know, it just takes one, but uh, a little guy to to show that it can be done. I just don't think he's the one.
0: Yeah, I guess, I mean, a couple of positives that you didn't mention is I did see some of that patience with him too, where he kind of would let things develop in front of him. And I thought he followed his blockers really well. Like he would kind of, he would read their blocks pretty well.
1: I actually agree with you on that, except for my interpretation of that is, is that he actually seemed to almost be afraid. I'm gonna hide behind my blockers <laughs> well, because be. because if I step out there, it's murder out there. And I felt a little bit like he, uh, knew that that was not where he was gonna, you know, make his money, so to speak. Was was out there and having people run up hard on him and blast him right. So he yeah. seemed to be very happy to stay behind his blockers. So it's just that
0: there's no, that's a, also a way to be effective. Yeah, that could be. Um, I I think a negative that maybe you didn't mention is I I thought his hands were suspect. I I saw his hands are okay. They're fine, but he he made some really nice catches, but I also saw some pretty bad drops. Yeah. So, so I, I think, I think I I was being nice. Maybe. Um, my conclusion with him is i I did think he had some nice skills as a running back, but he's it's just his size. like I just can't invest in a guy that's that big. If he was just a little bigger, but maybe the BMI thing is worth considering here, but I just I don't see a guy that big succeeding, even though he does have some nice skills for a running back.
1: I mean, I, I think of like guys who are really light, you know, that were have been successful in the NFL and it's like work done. But work done was really fast, hmm. and uh, and I just Deuce is is not. He doesn't have the, any elite traits, and so no, he's 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 on my on the list of guys we've talked about today. He's he's a, um, he's the guy I'm taking last. I'd, him or Hull, but yeah, it's a toss up. But I, again, I, I'm going to go with the guy who's two oh nine or whatever, and think that he he there's I can see he gets to be something i just don't see a deuce doing it
0: all right well We're that's and on a downer <laughs> i guess so a nice guy though i'm sure i'll just i'll just you point that know. arrow back up maybe <laughs> <laughs> all right that's gonna do it for our uh, running back deuce episode uh we have running back what trace twa what should i go with for three um do we have anybody named trey no i don't think we do this year but, uh, yeah, we'll have a third running back episode coming up and then a tight end episode after that. We'll, we're going to finish this uh, rookie coverage out with wide receivers right before the draft. So we love that you are here with us today. We hope we, you will.
1: We have a tank.
0: Jo- oh. Yeah, we
1: don't We don't have a tray. We have a
0: tank. Well, I, that doesn't really work for three, though. No, it doesn't. So. I just i mentioned mention that. Okay. Well, we hope uh, hope you'll join us again for the next episode. And until then, bye-bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Steel. Join our community on the SteelPod Facebook group and follow us on Twitter at SteelPod.